I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all. Matt Donald here. So rather than tell you specifically what we're going to talk about this month on the Paleo Bites Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald, I don't know, it's going to be some Jurassic Park property or some crap. I don't know. I thought instead the best way to advertise this is by playing a clip of last month's episode where I talk about the fever dream that is the Dinoverse books by Scott Simpson. So roll the tape. And then she murmurs the line specifically to the GK Acrocanthosaurus. Again, I cannot stress this enough. A normal ass Acrocanthosaurus. So kiss me already. I've only been waiting a hundred million years. What the hell are these books? <laughs> she falls in love with a normal ass acrocanthosaur. I'm I'm so angry and mad about this that I'm mixing up these dinosaurs. And I'm a dinosaur nerd. I never do that. She falls in love with an acrocanthosaurus and then only agrees to get together with the human that's interested in her when this human is merged with the psyche of that normal ass acrocanthosaurus. This books are insane. <laughs> ah. <sighs> Anyways, roar, growl, snarl, bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that knows that while geology rocks, geography is where it's at. But <laughs> My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a different genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I am joined by someone who I, I imagine, speaking of knowing where it's at, I could just plop them in the middle of the wilderness, and they could figure out where they are pretty quickly, just from the local wildlife and and bi- biome whatever it's Natasha crack how are you i'm doing well and you know i do okay in north america yeah do you ever do you know geoguesser do you know that kind of thing uh what's it called geoguesser it's, no i haven't it, heard of that it's like it, it's like this game it's like it uses google earth it plops you into a random part of the world <laughs> <laughs> or you can narrow the search and you can pick and you, by looking at like the signs the roads and like the language and like well you place a point and you see how far off you were and people Sometimes can figure it out in like ten seconds. Something like uh, it's like, oh wow, th- these uh, signs—the way they're done—it's purely a Pakistan thing. I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> the autism is flowing. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, someone with autism. I, I they can say that. So it's like there are some things that, like this is an autistic hobby, like making a dinosaur podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
Taste of the Tism. That's what this show should be called. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how are you today? I am doing well. Yeah, it's a good day, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit it chilly. Out. Well, it's, it's not bit, not chilly. It's it's a bit crisp. It's you know, bit, it's fall when we're recording. Yeah, exactly. It's fall. It's Halloween ish around. It's pa- I, it's around it's, that time. Yeah. Yeah. You got any fun costume that's this year? Well, it'll really depend on my work schedule, you know? Yeah. Because uh, Halloween, unfortunately, this year is on a Tuesday. Oh, yes, it is. Ooh, you know what is coming up soon? There's already a past what time this episode comes out. The solar eclipse. Oh. The annular solar eclipse where it's like it, the moon's far enough away. It doesn't quite cover the whole sun. But we're going to get a lot of it here. That's what I've heard. Can you imagine being back in before knowing a lot about astronomy and seeing that thing like, oh, my God, the world's ending. <laughs> or it was a sign from the gods. <laughs> a sign from the gods. They're not happy. <laughs> Raw is displeased. Or somebody. Well, Ra would be the sun god. So Ra he'd be is the, the sun god. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm trying, I'm trying to know. Who are the sun gods? Apollo, Helios, I guess, for Greek. Um, uh, did Norse have a sun god? Oh, yeah, Sana. Sana or Sola, Sol, I think. I don't remember if the Norse had a specific sun god. I think they do. At least in terms of the video game Smite, they have a sun god oh. named Sol, who's also like called Sana or whatever. Uh, I mean, there is a wolf that chases the sun and yeah. moon. Yeah, yeah, I know those. Hati and Skull. Yes, yes, I know those. Uh, chase the sun and moon. Yes, yes, I do know those. I don't remember, because I've dived into some Norse mythology. I don't but, remember specific sun god. I like the uh, the different, <laughs> how aggressive the Norse explanation for the sun and the moon setting is compared to the Greek, where it's like the Norse is like, they're being chased by wolves. The Greek, it's like, oh, it's just Apollo on his chariot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I mean, the Norse are also in some ways a bit more interesting because their mythology is cyclical. The yes. gods can and will die, but in a way, right. the new generation of gods will be reborn. Exactly. Isn't like some interpretations of Ragnarok, not so much that it's a prophetic thing, but it's actually already happened. And and then the survivors were the first, were the humans that like eventually became modern day. Or I've heard that one in a few sp- smaller circles that also could be when they tried to anglicize it well yeah. not ang- christianize it like yeah oh i had an acquaintance who talk about like, uh, like believed that ragnarok happened and two of the main people who survived were adam and eve and thus christianity yeah i've heard i've heard some that's that's clearly christians coming in it's like no okay you can keep some of your culture but right. this is the real religion. <laughs> i mean yeah. kind of kind of like how uh you know um a lot, of, a lot of the times in the older mythologies and older religions, a lot of people don't seem to realize this. They don't tr- – like like the whole thing with like – again, to get into real theological debate here on this paleontological <laughs> – the, the, the commandment is you shall have no other god before me in the new, in Ten Commandments. That implies there are other gods. It does. So uh, – and there's some interesting – And once I got out of Christianity, that's what brought that up. It's like – Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, and it's an interesting sort of thing. It's like the 10 plagues where God meant to be saying, I am better than your gods. Not necessarily your gods don't exist, but because like that's why the the darkness plague was like second to last, because that means, oh, I'm better than raw. (laughs) (laughs) But then like also there's a really fun detail in the the masterpiece of a movie the prince of egypt uh you've seen prince of egypt right? oh yeah yeah it's a wonderful stunning movie stunning piece. Of I, I love that it doesn't matter if you're religious or not religious that is a movie that everyone can agree on is incredible it's stunning somehow animation. it's a religious movie that like just everyone loves well they put time into the animation the right and into the music, music yeah the story yeah they, there's a scene after the um the death angel disappears into the heavens you can see the place it disappeared to when the stars 
you know, come back uh-huh. was uh, the belt of Orion. Ah. In Egyptian mythology, that was the domain of Osiris. Interesting. So, which, you know, obviously was the patron of the dead. Yeah. So was that saying, was that God being like, my death angel usurps Osiris? Or, here's a fun interpretation, the death angel is Osiris. Oh. <laughs> and so God's like commanding Osiris to take the lives of the firstborn. <laughs> well, I mean, considering how... Unique Egyptian mythology can yeah. right like there's a couple of Yahweh was also just a very mean god <laughs> like very yeah very. Yah- Yahweh was not a nice person at all. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, let's talk about <laughs> something that's just as horrifying as as a death angel uh, commanded by Yahweh, a, a spider. <laughs> Oh, it's a spider. I hate spiders. <laughs> they can all go to hell. They probably that's where they crawl from anyways. <laughs> Look, I know you you went to, you worked at the butterfly pavilion. Yeah, I volunteered at the butterfly pavilion and that's why I got over my fear of spiders, but not everybody can. Oh, uh, look, you know to be fair, like what is it called like not conversion therapy. That's what's it called? Proximity therapy or what's pro- I know. The no, one where it's like you, you try and conquer the fear by having it in front of you a lot and just kind of desensitizing you to it. I, I'm sure there's an exact term, but I don't know it. Proximity often. theory or something, or therapy or something. Proximity therapy. But yeah. long story short of it, volunteering at the Butterfly Pavilion got me over my fear because I helped people hold a tarantula named Rosie, right? Who is a Chilean rosehair tarantula. Ah, uh, yes. They can be incredibly docile. Yes. Um, well, people have pet tarantulas for a reason. Like, well, yeah, yeah. That... Well, there's also different. You got to know that there's. Some separation with tarantulas. Well, I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. Technically, well, uh, this is oversimplifying, but in the hobby, there's old world and new world. Right. Old world are the ones that you don't go into without experience. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because like those the new are the world. African, they're the Asian ones. They're fast. Oh god. And they have medically significant venom. Right. They can't kill you unless you happen to be allergic. Right, and see that's the thing too. Like, I'm not really, I don't fear spiders. I'm disturbed by spiders because I know, especially in Colorado, none of them are going to hurt me here. We I mean, I guess there's have... some brown recluses that you can watch occasionally. That like, obviously, those are bad. They black are considered widows. medically significant. Black widows, also was... medically significant. Yeah, black widows, no, obviously. But I'm usually like the house spiders, the other sort of stuff. You find it perfectly harmless. Yeah. But they freaky to me. The way they look and the way they move in particular yeah, I, is I just very that. off-putting to me. I can see that. Like, it's like, it's it's like, ugh. And I try to ignore, because I remember reading this very fun fact that did not make me not sleep at night at all, <laughs> that like the average house has about a hundred different species of bug living inside it. And bug is a lot term, including insects, arachnids, and like, yeah. So, so. A lot of invertebrates. Yeah, so there's a lot of spiders. There's probably a lot of spiders in this very room that we're in right now. I just I just like to pretend to not know that they exist, that they're there. Probably. You know? I mean, obviously, they're not probably crawling the walls. They're probably inside like the uh, foundations of the house yeah, or something. And, you know, or in in the plant somewhere over there, like I mean, they're probably helping protect the plant. Yeah, I know they're they're great for. I get it. <laughs> I'm scared of them. <laughs> Anyways, they're talking about a big one. Talk about Mega Monodontium, uh, ah. which means giant trapdoor spider. It's based off the modern genus Monodontium. Uh, trapdoor spiders are those type. Uh, this is what this is called a brac a bar- a group of spiders more common known as the trapdoor spiders. To which I say, nope. <laughs> Uh, I'm told that they're not a lot of fun to keep as pets anyway. Oh, really? Trap People try to keep trapdoor spiders as pets? Can and do. I feel like they would just hide in their traps. They do. Yeah. What? How boring is that? 
the only like, time they get interested. Stick your hand in that. Is no, what just drop a cricket. Uh, oh, it's like poor cricket. <laughs> oh, cricket's like, why are you doing it to me? <laughs> I, t- I tell you the temperature and everything, and this is how you repay me. <laughs> That's how crickets talk, by the way. <laughs> That's why I would hate to have Doctor Doolittle powers because every time you go out to the go out, you, you hear a bunch of crickets saying it's seventy degrees, or, or like I want to have sex. <laughs> every every animal will be saying that. Basically, <laughs> if you had Doctor was like, I want to have sex. I want to have sex too. Where are you? I'm over here. Where are you? Just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> all right so size two inches slash four to six centimeters wide with his legs spread out enough to comfortably fit in the palm of your hand uh nope <laughs> carnivores his diet nope <laughs> time mid to late miocene 16 to 11 million years ago nope <laughs> location uh i'll give you three guesses the first two don't count uh australia uh you got three guesses though the first two don't count <laughs> what's well, the other two guesses sonoran desert of north america yes and sub-Saharan Africa. You were correct the first time. It's Australia. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course it's Australia. What else would it be? Also, nope. <laughs> Described in 2023. Actually, just a few weeks ago uh, as nice. a recording. Pop culture appearances, nope. And may it stay that way forever. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing was discovered uh, recently. It's like basically like, again, the paleontological theme of like, what if, uh, everything was bigger and worse back in prehistoric times. This is a trapdoor spider that is five times the size of modern trapdoor spiders. So, I nope. Mean, <laughs> so one thing that's nice about trapdoor spiders is you don't see them a lot. They like to yeah. hide. Yes, I mean, they're traps. They they like to be ambush predators, so well, you're not going to come across them very often. Well, it's like, it's kind of like part of our, because I was looking this up, like I read there's just like a scientific sort of study on like why are people so afraid of spiders like in terms of it's an evolutionary thing maybe with the issues like because we're also afraid of holes like yeah we're, we're, when you see a hole we instinctively think there's something in there i mean <laughs> and oftentimes there is hide in burrows yeah exactly that's why like the worst kind of indiana jones style trap is when we have to stick your hand in there try and get a lever or if you don't do it right it severs your hand or something <laughs> something we have to stick your hand in something it's just like nope nope i'd rather not <laughs> And my one question to them is, why don't you ever put a hook on a stick? Because uh, then that wouldn't be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be a movie, you know? <laughs> my favorite, like, my favorite one of those movies. I'm like, <laughs> I know I get off topic a lot of this. I'm just thinking about those kind of movies. It's funny that there were National Treasure movies, wasn't there? Just the idea of there being an India Jones or Da Vinci Code style thing, but for American history specifically. That was a really wacky series. And I want to know, it's been 15, 16 years. What the hell was on page 47 that, <laughs> that, that Nicolas Cage said to the president when he looked at it? He said it was life-altering. Maybe the reason there hasn't been National Treasure 3 is because they haven't figured it out. <laughs> Probably not. Because <laughs> the second movie was successful. I want to know what was on page 47. I don't remember the second one too much. The second one's where he kidnaps the president. I thought that was the first one. First one's where he steals the Declaration of Independence. Oh. Someone brought up the point that the movies would not be the way they were if it wasn't for white privilege. Can you imagine a black man kidnapping the president? (laughs) Or 
or uh, I mean, then there's this thing called plot armor. Yeah, it's like because he's a white Nicolas Cage, he gets away with it at the end. It's Nicolas Cage, though. Yeah. Who's going to believe it? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I actually know of Nicolas Cage, the real Nicolas Cage, kidnapped the president right now. I'd be like, I, yeah, it's just a day that ends in Y. Nicolas Cage the is a madman. The probably in on it if Nicolas Cage actually did it. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> He they prob- staged the whole thing. Yeah, they probably did the movie because he had to come up with the idea before. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the things we can get away this guy with? He already stole the Declaration of Independence, did a heist to steal it, which is pretty cool. Jasmine. But it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he has a dinosaur skull. Ah, okay. <laughs> which normally I don't like. I don't like private o- ownership of fossils that we can study, but apparently it's like a very, very common type but even then like it could still have something different with it but it's like i think it's a triceratops skull we have hundreds of those ah so i guess keep it but at the same time I, i'm not really a fan of privatized owning of fossils because they're for the scientists to study anyway so plot uh place ramish that was a much more pleasant invertebrate we're talking about uh mega monodontium uh so there this week just new enough that we don't really know too much about it and there was a big trapdoor spider from australia uh, Miocene probably would have preyed on like some lizards and all that sort of stuff, but none of the none of the creatures that live back. Australia had some fascinating creatures. I mean, always does. Always well, does. This is around. I think this is a little bit before Diprotodon, which was the biggest marsupial known, the wombat the size of a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> is this around where Procyopia, that that one short faced kangaroo that's like carnivorous? <laughs> there was one of those. Which uh, protopl- uh, it was helpfully in the it was in the fourth Ice Age movie because <laughs> um, those movies are really good at, at having crazy prehistoric creatures that are actually real. That one she was in the pirate crew uh, and she ha- held weapons in her pouch. <laughs> <laughs> those movies would. are creative, <laughs> uh, but uh, no Megamondo. It's just, I just I, uh, what do you say about it, man? I love how the clickbait like seems to because I didn't realize it was this small, it was like two inches. I'm like, that's eh, whatever. But the way media was hyping is like this giant spider found in prehistoric Australia and shows the images of this rock and there's a spider. Like, ah, it's like clickbait. It's just, yeah, it's just a, a lot of spiders are smaller than you would think. Yeah, and you know what? Good. <laughs> I don't want a big spider. I don't know what I do. <laughs> like, uh, like there was. Uh, have we heard of the game Grounded? Don't think so. Okay, so it's a survival game. Uh, you know those survival games were out in the woods, you know, had to build a shelter, like collect resources. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really a fan of those. There's one called Ark Survival Evolved, which is about dinosaurs, so obviously I should be getting into that one. But like um uh but this one grounded, it's like what if you take that concept and apply it to like a honey I shrunk the kids sort of thing? Oh, where the dear. environment is, you know, just a backyard uh-huh. <laughs> and there's spiders and there's, you know, other sort of stuff, and it's like I've heard some people playing. It's like it's more terrifying than any horror game <laughs> you can think. If you get caught in a web and you hear the spider coming, it's like it activates some weird lizard part of your brain that didn't that didn't expect this kind of terror to be. It's like get me out of this thing right now. <laughs> like there's like wasps and like there's like yeah. Oh man, it sounds like hell. I have more problems with wasps than spiders. Oh yeah. Well, oh my god. One time I was in the line at a, at a fast food place and I couldn't get the food because the bee a bee kept like i mean i think it was a bee it might have been a wasp let's say it was a bee probably it was probably just like buzzing around and i kept trying to shoot away and I, I'm, I, again this is like i'm terrified of bees i know they're good for the obviously and bees are much nicer than wasps yeah much much nicer but i just wanted this bee to get away from me and it kept i kept trying to shoot away what finally it did and i got my food but i was just like why you did that on purpose <laughs> bee <laughs> uh 
so let's see if I can get a picture here for you of Mega Monta, uh, Mega Monodontium. Not Mega Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Google, shut up. Okay. Yes, the almighty Google. So here's the fossil. <laughs> okay, yeah, I could see how the fossil would make it look bigger because they've got nothing. Yeah, there's nothing there for... to reference for scale. Yeah, yeah so it look it might look big, but to know that it was really only two to four inches. Uh huh. Here's the artist's impression, which also makes it look big, especially with those birds I in mean, the background. So it looks like a lot of primitive spiders. Yeah, that Australia still has around. Yeah, it, it was probably pretty stocky. Oh yeah, like a tarantula, which yeah. is. Uh, tarantulas and trapdoor spiders are two different families. By no, the way. I know they are. But um, one one thing that made me want to never go to Australia. I mean, I, at first I was like, oh, okay, I'll go there, but I'll stay away from the wilds. And I'm like, oh no, these things are too huntsman spiders. I hate them. I hate the fact they are the most terrifying spider. The fact that they're big and gangly and also kind of like a mix between a daddy long legs and a tarantula somehow. <laughs> and the fact that they're aggressive. They're not aggressive. <laughs> yes, they are. Huntsman spiders. There's like they're, video. they're aggressive towards other insects, but there's like a video I saw of this of this Australian tea. They were having some slumber party or something, and then this huntsman came. They put a cup uh, on one of the huntsman ones, and the huntsman started fighting its way out. That does surprise me. Uh, uh, I've captured spiders to remove them. Um, you know, they put up a fight. Yeah. I recently had to get a black widow out of a bad place in our backyard. Yeah. Um, I use a cut in half water bottle and a paintbrush to do so. Yeah. And it didn't like being in the cut in half water bottle. No, no. It was scrabbling around, but I put it out where I wanted it in the ditch next that's to our good, house. That's good. That's good. So, like, yeah. But it no. was a full blown female black widow. Yes, she yes. was a beauty. Oh yes. Probably had an egg sac that if you killed her all the little. Uh, blah, 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 well, blah, blah. if she had an egg sac, it, she wasn't near it. No, I guess that's true. Uh, look, I, I give spiders a lot of crap, but like, it's it's. I get that they're just animals like any other. They can't control how creepy they look. No. <laughs> some of them can have kind of cute personalities. I've seen like some people try to say, "Oh, look at the jumping spiders; they're so cute." Even those terrify me. Like, no, it, like some of that's even more wrong. It's like an uncanny valley. Those big <laughs> eyes looking like like no, I don't want it. No, oh, I'm such an arachnid. I hate this thing. Rating at one sixty-five million. How about negative sixty-five quintillion? <laughs> <laughs> That's my rating. What about you? What do you rate this thing? <laughs> I mean, it's a trapdoor spider. Those are our unique family. Yeah. So you know, we'll give it a solid twenty. Oh, twenty cool. million. Twenty million. Cool. Good it's, for you. They're the spiders. They 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 occupy their niches. I don't think we rated Platyceramus. Now I think about. It. I <laughs> okay. think we forgot to do that. That's okay. Let it be. Oh, uh, let it be. I rated. I rated uh, sixty-five million bucks that one <laughs> for its pearls. Uh, if anyone's keeping track of all the scores for that one, <laughs> that one. Anyways, uh, yeah. But that's it for this week. If you want to get hold of the show and contact me at paleobitespodcast at gmail.com, paleobitespod on Twitter, and paleobites podcast on instagram where can they find you you can find me on instagram right now at nk arts and crafts cool i am i have mixed levels of activity depending on how busy work is that week but you always show some cool stuff so yeah uh, I have a book series on Amazon Megazook available for printing Kindle. This would not have been in it because it was a bit after the dinosaurs. I don't even know if I include any spiders in it. I might have had a few, one or two, maybe mentioned ones. I don't know. I mean, not really a big deal. I don't, it's not really about them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> that's it for this week. Say the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Just nope. <laughs> nope.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.